What's up, guys? Welcome back to the For the Girls podcast. I'm your host, Edgar. And I'm your host, Marlene. <laughs> Welcome back to episode number six. Is it? It is. Yeah, episode number six. From the last time you heard it from us, Marlene was going to go through a little surgery. Yeah, the last time you heard about it, she was scared. I was freaking out. I was going through it she survived but i am here back and better without a freaking without a gal bladder living it living that life that everybody wants to live joking you want to hear <laughs> the disgusting truth about you probably know i mean you you work in the medical field what's the truth that when you get your gal bladder removed you have the shits you either you so your digestive system is straight up crap yeah you either are constipated and can't poop for four or five days or you have diarrhea there's no in between <laughs> but when it comes to the constipation it's because of all the pain medication that they give you so i have some hope so pain medication causes constipation because i i am no longer on the pain medication i stopped taking it after like day four but i am a week and six days post-op by the time you guys hear this. Yeah. But, the, yeah, pain medication makes you constipated. So just put in... For how long? It depends how... <laughs> because it seems like forever. How long you freaking take the pain medication, how strong it is. Oh, so it was some strong stuff. The, yeah, the pain, more pain medication that you take, the constipated you will be. Yay. I know. But at least I don't have that pain like that other pain like the gallbladder attacks were no joke they say they're they mimic small little heart attacks or they feel like small little heart really attacks. i don't know i just made it up well they didn't <laughs> i was like they it didn't i didn't feel it in my heart i mean well i did it felt like pressure in my heart and it felt like i couldn't breathe yeah because your gallbladder's right there but you know we love that greasy ass food we love tacos we love pizza we love burritos we love burgers we love fries we love chilaquiles and like i said a lot of time that Dude, I, I haven't had chilaquiles you can't eat them no more no i am yeah but the ones your mom made us last time were not like super spicy i think i can eat those i know also last time i know time, i'm not supposed to eat a bunch of spices but de vez en cuando i'm gonna do it girl mm-mm. i remember last time my mom made chilaquiles and girl, that girl made it fucking spicy. I almost fucking died. I didn't, but I just wanted to be dramatic. We need to make them. Yeah. And with some little mimosas on the side. Yes. You know, I haven't drank alcohol since like the first scalbladder attack I had. So that's been like forever. Wow. Because I'm afraid to like, I don't know. I'm afraid like I need to keep my kidneys healthy. Like I don't have a gallbladder that helps that help out my kidneys anymore so like i need to keep them healthy what are you gonna isn't the gallbladder right above the kidney yeah but they're not connected to your no but the kidney would produce the bile and the excess bile kidney does not produce bile honey Honey. read and up read up on it or make the urine yeah liver where is the bile production coming from huh where does the bile get produced in not Kidneys are all the way in your reproductive, like in your urinary system. Okay, so what organ was right by my gallbladder? The liver. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah, girl. wrong organ. No, I have to protect my liver because now my liver is out here. Yeah, I was like putting girl, the team on their back. It was like the kidneys did not. You know make- why I'm confused? What? Because I've been talking to my mom about this, and then she says kidney and liver but like the words in spanish and i get confused hígado y riñones. yeah but then i get them confused and i think like liver is hígado or liver is riñón and i just get everything confused so in my brain rin- riñón is kidney okay hígado is liver this, that's why okay no wrong my <laughs> liver i have been like looking up how to keep my liver healthy after gallbladder removal because now my liver has to do all the work because the gallbladder can't produce or you know how like when you eat some greasy delicious food and your liver would produce bile to break it am i saying it right liver yeah liver yeah yeah to break it down and then your gallbladder would release more to help it break it down but now there's nothing stored because i don't have a gallbladder yeah 
So if anybody has had it removed and you can tell me how I can have a regular digestive system once again, please let me know because I am tired of either having chorro or freaking, <laughs> what do you call it, being constipated. Like, I, I, I don't like that. Is that all the updates that you have of being constipated? And- <laughs> Sorry to start off the podcast with uh, talk about poop. <laughs> <laughs> talk about poop. Uh, no, that is actually not the update, but <laughs> that is the update you got. And my other update is that I've been doing fine. So, like, for four days, I felt like straight crap. And I was in pain. And I was literally walking around like if I got a whole BBL or something, like, hunched back like in pain and then i realized you know what i always say i'm gonna get a mommy makeover like can i really take a mommy makeover like i don't know (laughs) this hurt this hurt enough maybe i should work out maybe i can do that (laughs) probably i don't know but um other than that i have been doing a lot of chilling because of that i have to be on three week kind of rest which honestly the first week i did rest because i was in pain the hard part is when you're no longer in pain but you still know that you should be not lifting anything you know not cleaning a bunch of stuff not bending down then it becomes hard because now it's discipline now you can do it physically but you shouldn't and that's where it's hard because your girl can't chill what's the weight limit that they gave you 20 20 20 pounds and how much does gg like 23. Oh, tell her to go lose those three pounds. No. <laughs> You're like, girl, go on that walk. She's starting to take her first steps. Did I tell you? No. Yeah, so she's taking first steps. I'll show you a video later Oh, on. my God. So she'll start walking soon. Because they've seen like, her walk when, with assistance. Yeah, well, no. She walks with no, like, without holding to anything. Oh she'll God. take a few steps. And then she, like, realizes she's walking. And then she just falls down on her booty. Oh, that is the cutest so thing ever. So she's growing up quick. Damn. One year already. One year of motherhood. Damn. That is, that's so cute. Yeah. What about you? So last week I had a very eventful week. Nothing to do with poop? Nothing to do with poop. So (laughs) I went to the lake right after work, after not sleeping for, you know, 24 hours. I was up for 30 hours. and That sounds horrible. It was and it wasn't. So my plan was going to the lake. Okay. Wow, uh, I'm trying to record and I snapped everything up. Continue. So my plan was to go on uh, to the lake with my friends, but not get on the water and just take a nap. like Not get in the water? In the water, yeah, that's what I said. You said on the water. Oh, in the water. Anyways, in the water and just take a nap in the, on the little beach and go from there. Where did, where did you go? Uh, Don Pedro. Oh, so you went to the lake, not the beach. Yeah, but like the little sand mm-hmm. area. And just, like, take a nap there on the tent and everything. So, I try to do that. But then, after hearing my friends having fun, I was like... Yeah, you gotta have fun. I was like, fuck this late. So, I went into the water like a little mermaid. I was the Mexican Ariel. Okay. (laughs) What color was your hair? Uh, Black. But after I came out, I had red skin because I was sunburned. Because you know why? Because I didn't wear no sunscreen. And you know why? Because I didn't want to get out of the water because it was cold. And you know why? Because you prefer getting sunburned than walking over there. And you know why? Because I'm a fucking dumbass. So I, after that whole situation happened, the next couple of days, I was fucking red like a fucking lobster and was peeling. And it was so... What'd you put on your skin? Nothing? Like after? Oh, I love... Or some cream. Aloe vera? Yeah. Aloe oh, vera. Okay. I just had it moisturized, but I was still peeling. And... <laughs> it was too late already, but so I was applying sunscreen. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I was gonna after, fix it <laughs> after the after the fact. I was uh, adding sunscreen to my sunburn and me peeling, and it was kind of. Did it burn? It didn't actually. It didn't hurt. Oh, okay. But it kind of like it just made me self conscious because I would have like my whole forehead was like peeling. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna think that <laughs> I don't know. They're gonna think something wrong. They're about gonna it. think I went to the beach and didn't wear sunscreen. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want them to. Like, I didn't want them to think about that. But no, thankfully now, like, I don't have no more peeling. Yes, I still look a little red and a little sunburned, but that was that. And then I went to my first Pride ever in San Francisco. So, would you go again? I would go again. Okay. It was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a very, it was very nice. It was my first Pride ever. I enjoyed the time over there. 
And it was, yeah, it was very fun. I enjoyed the atmosphere over there. Um, I enjoyed just watching and enjoying the time over there, being with everybody. Is being, like the whole thing huge, like huge, a huge deal? Yeah, so they block off. So if you've been to San Francisco, they block off like multiple streets to have events there. So there's multiple stages. So there's one stage where it's just... It, uh, Ooh, they stages? Play, yeah, so they play Latin music. So it's like all Spanish music, like merengue, samba, cumbia. Reggaeton. Uh, no. no. Oh. Um, so they have all that kind of music, and they have a drag queen that's sing, uh, lip-syncing to those songs. Okay. So they had one that looked like Celia Cruz. Oh. She, she was singing that... Um, that Todo yeah, so she was singing <clears throat> that. So she was Why singing, do I have a gallo when I'm trying to be Celia Cruz? <laughs> so she was singing that song, and <laughs> she had her dancer, her, her go-go dancers, like, dancing around, and um, there were people dancing towards that's that. That's cool to that music and then on the other stage they had their their crumping their hip-hop and all that stuff people crumping and then on another stage they had their techno techno or their edm and so like people like the people not on stage that are watching their dancing and stuff yeah oh. and they have live djs over there like freaking making sounds not sounds but so like, it's not like a parade so that's on that they do have a parade but that's in a separate different day on a earlier in the morning oh okay yeah did so you do the parade i did a couple of hours of the parade okay yeah and then and after the parade they go back to that center and they celebrate it it's called a celebration and they have on that little celebration port part they have little vendors like they have food they have alcohol where everything's so expensive how much was a margarita or what did you buy i didn't buy anything there okay the yeah i didn't buy anything there i wasn't feeling like drinking because i wanted to enjoy the moment i'm the type of person that if i start drinking i'm not you're not enjoying the moment? I am, but I'm not, like, fully being there. Sometimes you can enjoy the moment like that. I know, but I just wanted to enjoy the moment. It was fun, but the food was kind of expensive. Like, a hot dog was, like, $10. And I'm like, girl, but the good Mexican hot dogs. Oh, like, okay, with, I'm willing to pay 10 bucks for that. I know. Like, bacon wrapped. Bacon wrapped, and then they have mm. the freaking tomatoes and cebolla, and then the, the grilled cebolla. Ooh, oh, my yum. God. Mouth is watery because it was so delicious. And it reminded me of every time... Remember that time that we went clubbing? I was just going to tell you, they always had some good hot dogs out there outside of the clubs. Or like in the freaking concerts? Out there or it, just in general? In general. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember. Yeah. So I bought one. Even you know, like the soccer games. Yeah. It reminded me of Mexico too. So I was like, damn, brings back memories. Oh, I want to go to Mexico this year just to eat a bunch of junk food. I might go. So And have chorro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. That's the reason why you want to go to Mexico. <laughs> well, I don't really want to have it, but I already know what's going to happen now. But no, that's pretty much all I did this weekend. And then I um, went to the Science Museum in San Francisco, and we went to the aquarium. Did we go to the Science Museum when we were like in fourth grade yeah, or something like that? we did. Okay, because I, I was trying to remember because my mom, at my mom's house, well, at my parents' house, there are these cool pens that I bought, and it said Science Museum, and it had like estrellitas that would like water and anyways i looked it up and it said san francisco and i was like wait did did we go here when we were in elementary i don't remember like i know that we went there but i don't remember like going inside the the part where i we remember went. going inside i just don't i don't remember that i remember going outside where they have all those treats and everything i remember that and then it was very nice i want to go again there's mo there's things that you can do there's how much like, is it I, is it worth it taking gianna or is it still like there's no baby areas I didn't see no baby areas, so I don't think it's... Not for her yet. No, maybe you and Rodolfo going on a date, because they have an, an aquarium there. They also have a rainforest. Oh, the aquarium is a part of yeah. that? Oh. So it's $48, uh -huh. um, but you can be there throughout the whole time that you want to be there. So it's the um, so they have the aquarium. It's a good a size aquarium. And then they have a rainforest, which is a globe where there, there's just trees with a lot of birds. And they and then they have a uh, planetarium. Oh, we did go there because I think yeah, that's we where I got my little, like it said, planet something science, whatever, planetarium. So it's inside this whole, oh, uh, huge yeah, building. Yeah. And then once you leave that uh, building, there's the Chinese or the Japanese garden. And there's like, it's a huge, huge, huge park. In yes, Sanford. I remember. So it's like very beautiful. It was kind of cold. So after what we, after. And I, it's close to the beach, isn't it? I no? don't, I think, yes. It's a huge park, like the, where the, the museum the museum is it's in the middle oh. so you have to do a little bit of walk a lot of walking because it's this huge, is huge there, like, park. trails where you can or is it like hard walking 
I think it's just hard walking. I didn't see no no trails where I was at at the moment. Oh. And then they had little vendors outside of the museum with coffee, snacks, and everything. But it was it was a good weekend. I want to do that. A good week overall of chilling and doing something and doing activities. Doing activities. That's a yeah. good week for you. It was. Now my battery is drained and ready to get charged because there was a lot of crowds. I don't like crowds, to be honest. They give me... They drain you? They drain me, and they also give me, not anxiety, but I just, I'm at the edge, because I just don't know. Like, with the whole... Like, you get scared? I get, I don't get scared. I just want to know where my exits are. Okay, so you do get scared. Not scared. Like, it's in the back of your head. Yeah, I just want to be prepared. Like, Mm. I'm always cautious, like, my surroundings and everything. And with life, how life is now, like, we always have to be cautious. Because of, of, like, the mass shootings at parades uh, and stuff like that? Or anything. Like, riots or stuff like that that can happen. Like, you never know what's going to happen. And, but in the parade and everything, like, you just feel welcome and you feel loved. Because everybody is, like, a huge community. And everybody's loving. I would want to go there. Everybody's loving everybody. It was it was it was very beautiful. I didn't take a lot of pictures, or I would say. Oh, you should do the one in L.A. next year. Maybe that one's bigger. Probably. Don't they have one in in um, Vegas that they have, they have like year round or something like that? Well, it's Pride is year round. No, but you know how June year. is Pride Month. Yeah, and that's why San Francisco does it in June. Uh, no, so every, Pride is done in every June in every country in every state every city no 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 yeah but doesn't Vegas do it year round where like every I had heard something like where not just in June like no. they have like a pride area well p- people places have pride areas but like when it comes to the parade and everything it's every one year every June every one year every June like every I'm gonna look it up because I feel like I saw it somewhere like San Diego has a like a a pride. district a district mm-hmm. where it's just LGBT Plus community over there. Same no, but that's not Seattle. what I mean. Not like districts. Like I like some kind of festival thing. No, not that I'm aware of. No, because I, I don't think, know where I saw. It. I probably saw something on TikTok, and then I got it confused. Yeah, because every big city like Seattle, San Diego, Los Angeles, Sacramento, Fresno, like they each have their pride thing. It depends on the week, like their different weekends. Oh, okay. So one weekend was Sacramento, then the next weekend I believe. Or oh, the weekend before that was uh, Las Vegas. Not Las Vegas. Do you Los know Angeles. which one is the biggest? I don't. I know that in the one in Los Angeles, there was like huge artists. Oh. But I don't know which artists they were. I oh, heard okay. that it was Cardi B or something like that, but I don't know. Oh, I, dude, I, I want to see Cardi B in a concert. Get I ratchet. Know. Pop that booty. Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, even Nicki Minaj to live my uh, childhood dreams. Like... Like, I want to go to a concert where it's nothing but bad bees. True. You know who I want to go see? Carol G. Oh, yeah. I want to go see Carol G. I know. She's going to be in San Jose, I think. But Carol G is Carol G. No, yeah. You know what I mean? I want to go not, see her. Not saying that the other ones are not Megan Thee Stallion or whatever, but it's different music. I know, but I want to go see her. But yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my weekend. Or so my that's... Week. My update. That update leads us into our topic. Yes. Because you went to your first Pride event. Yes. Or what do you call it? A Just Pride. Pride. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about your coming out story. Which is not that eventful. <laughs> it's in, in a good way, though. It is. It's, it, yeah. Each, each, each coming out video or each coming out story is very different and unique from everybody. Okay, so... This is not even a question in my interview because, you know, I'm going to interview Edgar for this job. No, it's not for a job. We're going to interview him and ask him some questions. But this is a question I just thought about. So you've never done Pride. Mm-hmm. Does Pride mean something to you now that you did? Like the month of June? Um, no. Like not me personally. Okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, like it was cool. It was cool of going. Like you felt I, welcome. I felt welcome. I felt like everybody was like chilling. Everybody was happy. Everybody was lovable and stuff like that. But I didn't like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't know. It's just me personally. So do you know why Pride is in June? No. Damn, I suck. Never mind. Continue. What were you going to say? Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So I didn't know why Pride was specifically in the month of June either. And of course, I Googled it. And I'm going to tell you guys so that you guys can stay informed. 
because you guys just should be knowledgeable. Why is why is pride? I cannot text. Why is pride in June? Remember that. What was that texting thing before? Like everybody had data on their phones that you would text this number and it would tell oh you the my answers. Cha cha. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna ask cha cha. Okay, so it says I put why is pride in June. It says LGBT Pride Month occurs in the United States to commemorate the Stonewall Riots, which occurred at the end of June in 1969. As a result, many Pride events are held during this month to recognize the impact LGBT people have had in the world. Three presidents of the United States have officially declared a Pride Month. Hmm. Didn't know that. There it is. Yep, I'm going to cha-cha it. (laughs) I remember that. That is how old we are. Cha-cha old. Was it just a thing here in California? I don't know. What was cha-cha? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Like, what if cha-cha still exists? I think it does. I don't remember the... I think it... I don't know. I I think it was like... I don't know. You would text the number. Yeah, and cha-cha would even tell you the answers to math problems and stuff like that. It was great. I forgot the number. I'm going to have to figure it out. Was it 363 363? It sounds familiar. I think it was easy. Dude, I think you still remember. I swear you have such a good memory. It's 363 and then 363. I think you're right. Yeah. And we'll have to e- try e- it. <laughs> That'd be fun. Anyways, do we start or what? Go for it. Okay. So we're going to ask Edgar all about his experience in coming out. And he says it's not very eventful, but I think... What the heck was that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was my... I don't know. <laughs> that was more like with her diarrhea. Hell no, I'm not in that moment right now. <laughs> okay, so as I was saying before, I got interrupted by Edgar's farts. <laughs> that was not a fart. <laughs> We're going to start. You want to hear the first question? Yes. Okay, so <clears throat> when did you realize you were gay? And how did you feel about that realization? I first realized that I, like, fully, fully gay or whenever I started feeling. I guess you can start with, like, when you started questioning what you were feeling before you realized it was what it was. So, the, I would say it was my sophomore year of high school. When you barely started when thinking barely about it? Thinking, yeah, I started thinking about it. Cause so, I remember, when you were a kid, nothing. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, don't interrupt me. I'm the one getting interviewed. <laughs> you ask me the question and you wait for yeah, my responses. Yeah, but I've heard a lot of people like, oh, when I was little, I used to wonder why this and that. Like, you don't think of anything childhood-wise. No, next time you ask me a question, please wait until I finish my response, please. Next. <laughs> no, but no, I didn't think, I never questioned as what I can remember of like when I was younger. I do remember my sophomore year of high school, I, there was this jock that I was like, oh damn, like, he is good looking. And I would have like, oh shit, like, why am I thinking like this? Like, what's going on with me? Because like before, like me having this crush or starting to think that these, that guys were cute, I had crushes on girls. So so when, now that you know what a crush is, would you say it, it was a real crush on a girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was, I was crushing on this girl. And what was the second part of the answer or the question? The second part is, and how did you feel about that realization? Like, did it make you feel nervous? Were you happy to put a word to it? Like, I was nervous and I was trying to push that emotion down. Like I was trying to suppress my feelings. Okay. Like, no, this is not, this is wrong. This is wrong. I shouldn't be feeling like this. Yeah. And this is, do you remember the year? So this was sophomore year. So this was because we graduated like 20, 2009. We graduated 2011. Yeah. So 2008 slash 2009. Yeah. So this is a time when, because I feel like schools are a lot different now. Yeah. Schools are way different now that when it, they are compared to like when we were in high school. Like when we were in high school, I don't know if it was our town, but when we were in high school, you didn't really know openly like gay, lesbian, bi, like you didn't really know. Mm-mm. Only the closest people would know, but, like, not everybody would know. Mm-hmm. And then that's whenever the rumor started to, like, go. Like, oh, my God, did he hear so-and-so is... But you never had rumors about you. No. Because I was very close. I was very, like, very closed off with who I'd say something, but I would never... I never told anybody my crushes, 
my guy crush to anybody because I was trying to suppress that feeling. Yeah, because I remember your girl crush. Yeah. Nope, we're not going to say her no, name. No, we're not going to say her name, but <laughs> this was since we were in middle school. Actually, this was before middle school, fifth wow. grade. Yeah, I had this huge girl crush, the same girl crush since I was fifth grade. And you, now that you're a grown adult, that it was a real crush? Yeah, what's a real crush? I don't know about grown adult, but... <laughs> you, you're okay, just an adult, but he's not grown. <laughs> no, um, that was a real girl crush. Yeah. I would say I had three girl crushes. What? Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about it off the pod. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Oh, okay. You know one. I know one for yeah. sure, because I remember you had that crush for so long. Yeah. I think you should know two, to be honest. I think once you say them, I'm going to be like, oh, yep. Yeah. You don't know the other one. So did that confuse you when you realized like, wait, I think these guys are cute. But I did have a girl crush, so what's happening? Yeah, and that's why I would try to suppress that feeling. Because, like, me being Hispanic, like, we are known, not known, but we were raised that guys should marry girls and girls should marry guys. And the family is between a man and a woman. Especially with Hispanic, like, having, like, religion is such an important factor in, in, a, in a Mexican family. Like, even if you don't consider it to be super religious, like, you go to Mexico and religion is what it's matters down your most throat. like you know that's what las fiestas are about that's what the parades are about um todos los templos are gorgeous out there like it's a big thing yeah and religion is shoved through everybody's throat that's me personally what i think okay yeah well we shall talk about it because i have a question about it but my next question is, who did you come out to first? And what was that experience like? So the first person that came out was... Wait, hold up. Okay. So from the realization sophomore year... Yes. You said nothing. Nothing. You said nothing your entire high school experience? Nope. Not to one person? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Move on. Thank you for not, again, interrupting <laughs> me when I'm trying to answer <laughs> the questions. So the first person I ever told someone was my best friend at that time. Okay. I remember that he asked me, he's like, hey, we used to live together. He was like, hey, I need to go back home. It's an hour drive. Um, do you want to go with me? Because I don't want to go by myself. It's like, yeah, that's fine. And I already knew that I wanted it. It came to the point where like, I'm ready to tell this person because he's my best friend. He I was want, your safe person. He is, he is my safe person. I want to tell him and go from there. Because I remember... Before this happened, I was talking to a guy at this time, and they, he would always catch me because I would always leave the apartment to go sit in my car because I didn't want to hear... Were you really sitting in your car? I was. Okay. I was sitting in my car. Not in my car. On, yeah, yeah. Inside your car. Yeah, inside my yeah. car. Yeah. You just made a question. No. <laughs> I was sitting inside my car, and there was multiple times that he would catch me being in there talking on the phone, and he would ask me, who are you talking to? It's like, no one. Just, it doesn't, doesn't matter. So then that point came when we were driving back and it wasn't until our drive back that I'm like, listen, I have to tell you something. And he's like, okay, tell me. And he was, and I was like, I don't like girls. I didn't say I am gay. I said, I don't like girls. And then he was like, okay, that's all. And you guys didn't have a conversation about it. Later on, he did. He was saying how he, he kind of knew already because <laughs> the way that I started to come out to him was like, on, I would say, on certain days, I'm gay. So I would say, on Tuesdays... Like I, playing around. Playing around. It's like, on Tuesdays, I'm straight. I like guys, or I like girls. On Wednesdays, I like I like guys. And then I'd be like, on Friday, I'm bisexual, blah, blah, blah. And that was my way of telling him, like, giving him an alert, like, hey... This is my hint. This is my hint, saying, like, I am not straight, I'm gay. Yeah, and he was like, I kind of knew whenever you started to do that. But I kind of wanted to play it along to let you know that I... That I accept you, no matter what. And this what. is how many years after your realization? This was, so, 2008, 2009. This wasn't until 2014. So you kept that realization to yourself. Yeah. And that entire time you told nobody else. Yeah, and it would eat me alive. It wasn't until I graduated high school that it, it would eat me alive, that I wanted to tell people, but I was afraid. Afraid of what? Just people not accepting me. Because that is a thing that whenever people are coming out, people are afraid of rejection. Nobody wants to, everybody hates rejection. Of course. But nobody wants to be rejected for the 
uh, towards the people that they like, like their best friends or family and everything. And it sucks, but it's a feeling and a feeling and emotion that we have inside that that's why a lot of people don't come out. They get married to like mm-hmm. the girls that they like because they are just afraid of what people are going to say. And it came to the point where I was like, you know what? I don't want to live a life where I'm going to regret not coming out. To 2014, you were what age? I was going to turn who? Because I was born in 19. You were 22? I was 22, yeah. And your realization was sophomore year, which how old are sophomores? 24. Because then you graduated at 18. I graduated at 17. So then you were 15? 15. Yeah. Wow. That's nine years, I think, if I did the math correctly. No, that was nine years. And this boy you would talk to on the phone, was that the first boy you ever kind of like talked to? Yeah. So how if, so this boy you were talking to came before you ever told anybody that you were gay, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So how did this boy obviously know that you were gay? Yeah, because they told him. Because I was like, that was your friend or? No, it's on a dating app. Okay. Yeah. That's when dating apps like took off, I think. I don't know. I never used one. They're they're weird. It works for some people. It works for some people. So that's good. So my next question is, oh, you said you came out to them first and that was, so it was a good experience. It was a a good first experience. Yes. Because some people don't have. Some people don't have it. And that's why a lot of people see those videos and stuff like that. And they're like, crap, like I don't want to have that experience because I don't want to lose my best friend. I don't want to lose my family member. I don't want to lose. I don't want to get disowned and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But I think that's one of the, what do you call it? Like one of the pieces of advice that you can give people, like you told who you consider your safe person first. And I think that's a good piece of advice. Like go to the safest person first. Yeah. And then my thing is like, Go to that person, and if that person doesn't accept you, then so what? Be yourself and go from there. And who? So then it trickled down to like everybody after that, or how did that work? Yeah, you're the second person after that. Wow. Because you were number two. <laughs> how many days after you told the first person? I think it was a week after. Okay. Yeah. So what? I was up to the point where I was ready to. So I didn't want to make a huge, like a huge scene. Not a huge You wanted to be subtle. I wanted to be subtle and I wanted to be personable to that person. I didn't want to be like, have a huge party. I'm like, hey, this is my coming out story. Or not my coming out story, but my coming out party. You wanted to have like a one-on-one with everybody. Yes. And I wanted to have a moment where that person, where that person would ask me questions and I would answer that person. And I hate public speaking. Like I hate being in a group and being all eyes on me at that point. Now... I don't care. <laughs> now all lies on him, please. No, but like before I would be like, no, it's like, I just, I hate public speaking. I hate being the start of the, the start of the event. So that going, telling one person at a time was, it gave me confidence. It gave me a way of like, okay, this person assessed me. I should start telling this person. Oh, this person doesn't assess me. Then fuck you. And going mm-hmm. from there. Did you have that experience of somebody not accepting you? I don't think so. I think everybody was very, from my, the group of friends that we had. Everybody was very accepting. I don't think I had anybody that was like, ew, you're gay. I don't want to talk to you. So did you wait a week from one person to the next and then another week and then another week? Or how did that? I just told the person whenever I felt right at the moment and everything. Because I never told anybody during like a dinner or anything. It was very personable. It was very close off with the other public, the people outside. I wanted to have that one on one uh, conversation with that person. That's, that was smart, though, because then you get that reaction from that one person. Yeah, and it wasn't a fake reaction because that person is, like, right there at that time. Because whenever it's... When it's a bigger group, sometimes they react differently. Yeah, and yeah. they're going to be like, oh, I don't want to make a scene, so I'm going to react differently and stuff like that. That's good. My next question is, so what tips can you give those whose friends or family members come out to them? Like, sometimes I feel like people don't know what to say. Like, all the people that you told... Do you feel like what they said to you was like, like you took it well and that's what you think everybody else should say? Or is there something that you wish somebody would have told you? No, I don't think there's anything that I would wish that people would tell me. I just feel like they should just be themselves and be honest. 
I would say don't be fake to that towards that person. Because then okay. ma- maybe let's just say, for example, I tell you and you don't accept me and you're being fake with me. And then later on in like our friendship, I'm going to find out that you didn't accept me and you're going to start pulling back. And that, I think that's whenever it's going to hurt more. To just be honest. Just be honest. If you don't accept that person for that person who there is, just tell them. And that's whenever people are going to come into your life in and out, no matter what. No matter if they're your best friends, no matter if they're your childhood besties, or no matter what. People are going to come in and out of your life, no matter if you're going to try to stop it or not. True. Yeah. So just like when you're telling that person like, hey, I'm whatever. Just be like that person that it's being told to just be yourself 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question. So when you told me, I remember when you told me specifically, I remember when we were walking and everything. And then I was like, okay. And then you were like, you're not surprised. I remember you asked me that. And then I was like, no, I knew it. <laughs> and like, then later I was like, wait, should I have said that? No. Cause I just thought that I knew how, that I was hiding it, but I sure wasn't. But did that make you feel like more accepted? Like, oh, this person knew a long time yeah. ago and they still accepted me. Yeah. Okay. Good, because I, I questioned that forever. Like, um, was I not supposed to say that? And I just feel like uh, I would have, or like how you said, like I felt like, oh, this person accepted me before I even told them. But they just waited until I told them personally. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have the guts to come and ask you. And then what if you weren't ready? And then what if you weren't? Yeah. Like, you don't want to offend people. Like, you let me tell you whenever it was the time that I was ready for. You never pushed me or anybody that I was, that I told anybody. And they never pushed me to tell them. And I feel like that's what people should do. Like, they should never try to push anybody to come out. Because they're, maybe they're not ready to come out. Maybe they have other situations that's going on. And they're not ready to be, to fully accept that. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah, and maybe they haven't even fully accepted it in themselves. Yeah, and, you and know. maybe they're questioning it. Maybe, yeah. So that's my thing. Okay, my next question is, how did you tell your parents and siblings? So... Were they the last? Tell us who was first, second. So my friends were first. Okay. And my family was last. And it was years. Years in between that. Years in between that. I believe it was like two to three years. Oh. Yeah. So I never personally told my parents that I was gay. So I remember this time my sister came back, uh, came down to visit us and we took her to Monterey and we were sitting down and eating. And I have, everybody has this thing that whenever you zone off, you stare at this thing or anything and you don't know that you're zoning off and you're Mm -hmm. staring at that person. So my sister told my mom, she was like, Hey, I think Edgar is gay. And my, my mom was like, why? What's going on? So then my sister told her this story that supposedly whenever we were eating at this restaurant, I was staring at our server, which, which I, if I can remember correctly, he was cute. He was good looking. And she said that I was staring at him. And that's how that I was checking him out. From my defense, I remember that I was zoning out because they were having a conversation that did not like I, you didn't, it didn't pertain to you. It didn't pertain to me. So I was zoning out. And yes, whenever I found like I came back to him with my senses, I was staring at him, but I wasn't checking him out. I was just zoning off. And then I came back to realization like, oh shit, I'm staring at that person. And Let he's me, cute. And he's cute. <laughs> Let me go back to the conversation because now this conversation pertains towards me. So then my mom, I still remember this day, I was doing homework and my mom was like, Edgar, te cupo que decir algo, which means, Edgar, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, okay, what is it? And she was like, it is gay. Meaning, are you gay? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, like, I can't hide it no more. And I'm like, she's already asked me the question. I'm like, you know what? I already told everybody, all my friends, now it's time to tell my mom. And then she's asking me again, and I'm like, fuck. Like, I was like, fuck it. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gay. And then she was like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, I'm not fucking with you. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> lying to you. Yeah, I'm gay. And she's like, Edgar, are you serious? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yes. Like, I'm gay. And that was it. Mm. Yeah. So you said like, you were like, uh, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to tell my mom. So you were scared to tell your mom. Is that why all those years just went by? I think I wasn't afraid or what. I just... 
in my family, we don't tell each other everything. Like, we are very... We don't tell each other our emotions. Mm, okay. And I would tell everything to my friends. And I think that's how a lot of the Hispanic family is. Like, they don't tell their families. Like, if they're not close, not close enough, but, like, if you're raised like that. you don't I think tell- you just don't build the bond to express your yeah. feelings. So, I didn't bother to even tell them. Because I'm like, fuck it, whatever. So, that's why I told my friends first. And then, whenever it was time, I told my family. So, your sister outed you out before coming to you and being like hey edgar are you gay yeah she went straight to your mom and then once i i still remember because i remember my mom told her i think she they were texting each other and then my mom called me and my mom my sister oh, it was called on me. the phone no oh. so sorry my oh. sister called me and she's like so my mom told me it's like yes i am and then we had a conversation okay yeah and i think this was after having my first serious relationship oh no wait yes yes did yes, you yes. tell them about that yeah and then she started to uh, started to go in my, with, to my sister, not to my mom. And she started to go, like, wanted to know more. And I'm like, okay. Because I remember my tia always being like, Edgar, ya tienes novia? Yeah. And Edgar, like, ya tienes novia? Yeah. And it kind, kind of got very, oh, not overwhelming, but it kind of got very annoying. Yeah. It, it even gets annoying when you are straight and they'd be, y el novio, y la novia. Up your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so my next question, which isn't really on here, but now I'm thinking about it, is you talked about your sister and your mom. What about your brothers and your dad? I didn't come out to them. My mom told them. So they know. They know. They've been knowing. Yeah. I just, like I, like I said, like I don't have, I don't, I've never been that expressive towards my feelings or my emotions towards my family. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I have never been like that. If I don't have, if I have a problem, I don't tell them. You can read it on my face that I have a problem, but like I don't tell them first. I tell how my, you feel. Yeah, I tell my friends first. I tell you first. Oh, I feel special. Yeah, you practically know everything. You know, it, it is a thing though with Mexican parents, and I'm not going to say all Mexican parents, but I think it just comes from generation to generation that they weren't taught to express their feelings and what they really thought. Like, because back in the day, first of all, everything was talking back. Yeah. If you even, if they said something and then you said something back, like, I remember my mom telling me, like, everything was considered, like, no me hables para atrás. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, it, it just wasn't okay. So then it goes generation after generation. Obviously, it gets better and better, but it, it has to go through its course. And then by the time it's, like, our parents, and I'm sure it's different for everyone's parents. Like, I feel like when I was a kid, I remember when I had my first little boyfriend when I was, like, in first grade i don't know i had no business having a boyfriend but anyways i remember i was so scared because i knew my mom would tell me stuff and yeah. like and i was genuinely scared like she's gonna be so mad and she's gonna tell me all these things and i'm in first grade and i already knew to fear my mom and hide my feelings because they weren't okay so i shouldn't have them so i shouldn't tell her and yeah i feel like that's how we grow up yep it's hard i'm it trying is. not to be that mom towards gianna but it's difficult it's difficult to break cycles but i'm trying next question okay so my next question which you kind of answered already but i'm still gonna ask it just in case did you lose any people along the way because so i was reading articles before i came up with my questions and a lot of people were talking about how, like, the sad part of coming out was that, like, they lost people along the way. People who didn't accept them. People who were homophobic. People who just thought it was, like, oh, the wrong thing to be. And so then I wonder, like, did you lose people along the way? I don't think so. I think once I told everybody, like, they all were in the cir- my circle. Like, friends of cir- my circle friend, my family friend, my family friend, my family circle and stuff like that. I don't think I lost anybody. Oh, well, that's good. I think. I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there that was like, ill. Well, that person doesn't matter because yeah. you don't even remember them. Bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> no, not being here. But anyways, next question is, did... Oh, no, I'm reading the same question again. Hmm. Yeah, I don't do that. My my eyes are burning. You suck as at being a reporter. Right, <laughs> I know. I could not be a news reporter. Yeah. Do you feel like being gay made you feel some type of way towards religion? 
Even, yes and no. Or did you already feel I, some kind of way towards religion? I already felt some kind of way when it came to the religion, Catholic religion and everything, or any kind of religion. I am not religious. Mm, I am okay. faithful. I, I'm not even going to get into this part of the this the, this topic and this. That's a whole other topic. That's another whole topic. I just have my feelings towards religion, even besides the whole me being gay and everything like that. I just am faithful, mm-hmm. not religious. So, was did you grow up with your parents being like into church or law or no? Yes. And I came into it came to realization to me like at a very young age, and I I'm very glad that my parents let me. They respected my decision because I remember they like when I was younger. They're like, we need to go to church every Sunday. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. But it came to a point where like you know what? I don't believe in the church, or I don't believe in that whole situation. So I don't want to go. Did you tell your parents? Yes, yeah. and oh. they respected my decision, and I they didn't force me to go to church. At first, they didn't respect it. Like, at first, they were like, no, you need to go to church. I'm like, no, I'm not going. And then at the end, they're like, okay. They respect it, and they didn't let me go to church. So you don't feel a certain way towards religion because you're gay. You just felt a certain way already. Yes. Okay. Because I feel like I know in the Catholic church, which is what I know, because, you know, being Mexican, we grew up Catholic, and I'm not going to talk about any other religion because I don't know about it to even talk about it. But just being Catholic, I know that, like, the Bible has changed a lot, and and before it said like you know that being gay wasn't something to be accepted. It was supposed to be a man and a woman. Blah blah blah. So I've always felt like you know I'm like I'm faithful, like you say, and I go to church from time to time because I want to connect with God, not because I want to connect to the church. If that makes sense. But I haven't gone a long time, to be honest. But I just always felt like sometimes what happened is that people got taught to discriminate. Like people who were gay, people who were lesbian, anybody of the LGBTQ plus community, because that's just what the Bible said. That's just what you got taught at church. And some people ran with that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you're getting taught to judge others. And then some people didn't run with that. Some people continue to be religious in their own way and just being like, no, like I have my own beliefs and that's not one of them. Yeah. So I always wondered if like being gay took this huge role on. No, I already had my, already had my thoughts about it before I even came out and before I even questioned my sexuality. Oh, okay. Did it make you have more thoughts after? Mm Mm-mm. You just didn't really even yeah. think about it. I wasn't. It. I stopped going to church when I was in seventh grade. Oh, very young. Dang, your mom let you right away. Yeah, dude, that that is a whole other topic we can get into because my mom fought us. Like we had to be there every Sunday. If you didn't go every Sunday, then you didn't go out with your friends on Fridays and the weekends because you didn't go to church. And I like would go to church once we did our first, our not first communion, but our confirmation during mm-hmm. uh, high school. Like I would force myself to go because. I had to. So I, I told my parents, like I told my mom, it's like, I will continue the Catholic tradition of going, of doing your like confirmation right after your communion. Um, like I will continue doing that, but I don't believe in going to church every Sunday because yeah, I just don't want to get into that topic right it's now. A whole t- it's a whole different topic. Whole I don't, topic. It's a t- whole different episode. I just don't want to get into that topic yet. Okay. Then let's dive into the next question. Do you wish you would have came out sooner no why not i think that i came out at the perfect time because i was ready at that time if i would have came out when i first had a crush on the guy i just feel like i would have been bullied at school i remember mm-hmm. seeing other kids other students getting bullied because they thought that that guy, that guy or that girl were gay or less yeah kids. because nobody ever really had a come out yeah so i didn't want to get bullied and i didn't want to go into that whole bully stage because I just didn't want to. So I, and I wasn't ready to come out. Yes. Yeah. Cause I was still questioning my so sexuality. It's like your shell. Yeah. I was still questioning my sexuality. So I was like, you know what? I'm still questioning it. I'm not a hundred percent. Maybe I might be 6%. <laughs> I'm sure. But I'm not ready. Maybe 99. Maybe 99. But you know, I still had that girl crush. True. So I was still questioning it. Well, Next question, please. 
<laughs> what impact has being gay had on your life personally? Impact? Like what? So I read this question and I wish I would have saved the name of the article, but oh, I think I sent you that article. They asked one of the NSYNC, uh, what do you call it? Singers? I don't know if he was a singer or a dancer or whatever. They're all singers. He was a, oh. <laughs> okay, so one of the singers, I forgot his name, but anyways, he said he didn't come out when he wasn't, like, when NSYNC was a thing, he didn't come out. He came out until later. He married his husband, now husband, and all that stuff. And then they asked him, like, what impact has being gay had on your life personally? And it was just, like, the thought process that he had when he was at home. Like, if, like with his own thoughts, like, at first he didn't, he just felt like, like, why am I so different? Or, like, how can I be more accepting? Like, if I already... Like, he felt like it was a flaw, so he had to make up for that flaw. And, like, he just had, like, a battle in his own brain about it kind of thing. I can't think of anything. Because I think once I fully came out, I was doing everything I wanted to do. So I was dyeing my hair a different color. I was dressing a different way. I wasn't, like, flashy, flashy, like, oh, here, boom, people. I was being true. I was being true. I was getting my tattoos. I was getting my gauges. I was dyeing my hair gray, dyeing my hair purple, dyeing my hair blonde with pink streaks. Like I was doing everything I wanted. So you didn't have to think about it because no. you were already doing you. Yes. And if people would question me, I was like, oh, I just. Dude, I think you have such a good coming out experience. I think so too. That's good. Okay, the next question. Have you ever encountered discrimination or like a situation in which someone's being homophobic? I, I have. I remember this time. I This was whenever I dyed my hair gray. I don't know if you remember. I remember that era. I love that era. Dude, I love your gray hair. You need to go back. I know. I want to so bad. So I remember I was walking down an aisle at Target and I had my gray hair and I was dressing. I was dressing nice. I had a button-up shirt, some skinny jeans, strutting the hallway, strutting that catwalk girl, mm-hmm, slaying. Oh, I remember you were feeling it with your gray hair. I sure was. And I remember I was minding my own business, and I was with a friend, I believe, I don't know. And I was walking, and then this mom had a little, I don't know, I don't, this woman, I won't say mom, this woman had a little kid with her, mm-hmm. and she was like, ah. Let's go down the next aisle because there's someone here that I don't want you to see. Why would she even say it out loud? And I heard, she didn't think that I was like hearing, but I heard and I smelled at her and I'm just like, what the f-? whatever. I did, I'm the type of person that like, I don't like confrontation. I don't like making a scene. I will acknowledge them and smile because I know that some people want to have a reaction. And they're going to feel dumb. They want the other person to have a reaction because they know that they got to that person. And I didn't want to have that person, that lady, get that reaction for me. Yes, it did hurt. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the adult because I am an adult and she's not. And honestly, people like them do deserve to get told something. Like at the end of the day, like, yeah, you were like, I don't like confrontation. I'm just going to smile so that she knows I heard it and I'm going to keep walking. But at the same time, if they keep doing that, which I'm sure this this was not her first time or her last that she did this to somebody let's say she kept doing it at some point i'm sure somebody told her something because not everybody stays quiet probably but my thing is i like to smile and not say anything because i like seeing them crumble because they they didn't have the reaction they wanted so that hurts them more than my words it hurts their ego that is true yeah so every time somebody tells me something i smile and i just keep on going with my day because i don't want it to affect myself you know what it's like you dumb like you smile and it's like you're stupid that comment was stupid yeah and that's like your only encounter or do you have like a lot i think that's the only encounter that i can remember like whenever i just i don't think i have any other ones because if i did i just try to i like to block negativity out of my life i like very spiritual La 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 la, can't hear you. No, but like my thing, yeah. I don't. I don't think I remember anything. That's good. Yeah. And you know, now that you mentioned Target, so you know how Target had like all the Pride stuff. Yeah. And I think they still do. I think I think they still do, but not as much because things have been bought. But they had it at the very entrance of the store, and I was like roaming around the area of like the bathing suits, which is kind of like where the Pride stuff was. And 
there was this woman i don't know if this was the mom or not but there was this woman that was passing by with her daughter or niece or whatever this this kid might have been like i don't know eight or nine and she's like what what is this and she's like, what is what does pride mean oh it was her mom because she said what does pride mean mom and she's like, i don't know let's keep walking and i'm like this was your opportunity like to explain like you don't i don't know you don't have to go super in depth like and i know that as the parent you have the right to do and teach your child whatever you want but in that moment it kind of made me i don't know it made me a little mad because i'm like this world hasn't always been accepting and i want this world to be more and more accepting each day but people like you who are trying to ignore the situation who would rather your kid not know anything because you think that that's the way that your kid won't find out like this is going to continue and guess what we live in the world of social media we live in the world of the internet when your kid has that connection with you and they feel comfortable to come and ask you, the parents, something, and you're like, I don't know, guess what this kid's going to do? They're going to go to the internet. They're going to go to the internet and they're going to ask the internet and they're going to go search whatever they want because you didn't want to talk about it. So they're still going to read it from somewhere else. And it was just like, in that moment, and it just made me mad. Like, And, and going back on the internet, like they're going to go to the internet, they're going to search not even not only that question but they're going to be asking oh, they're going to see other stuff more questions and the internet mm-hmm. is not censored they're going to oh, see no, it's not. things that they shouldn't be seen at a young age so i just and i agree like i feel like as a parent or as anybody if you have someone that comes to you to ask you a question you don't have to go into de- like into really de- like into detail mm-hmm. just be honest and be upfront and be very not vague but like just give them an answer give them the broad answer at give least give them the broad answer and then they will stop And then the thing that gets me is like, you don't know if like, so you disregarded this question from your child and now your child's still going to have that question in their head and they may go ask their teacher. They may go ask their friend. They may go ask the internet, but they're going to figure it out. They're a kid. And what if your child turns out to be gay or bisexual or lesbian or whatever, and they remember that? My mom wasn't accepting of that. She rather like not talk about it or a relative or a close friend. Like, how are you going to teach your children to accept themselves or other people when you're not, you're not even willing to talk about it? Yeah. And then they have, there's these people or these, yeah, these people that they don't come out to their family because of that situation like that. They know that they're not going to accept them. So they don't bring anybody home. They don't. Every time they come home, they tell their partner, oh, you have to leave because mm-hmm. my parents don't accept me or anything. Or they, whenever their family comes over to their... Like a double life. Yeah, apartment or everything, they see pictures or they see like, oh, why is your best friend coming to every Christmas party? Or why is your best friend coming to every event? Like, this should be your best... Like, this is your best friend. You shouldn't be inviting him to your best friend to every family party. Yeah. Because you're not. they're not out because they're not... They don't feel accepted by the family. Yeah, and maybe it was like triggering for me because I have a kid. I am a mom and I want this world to be the most accepting world by the time she grows up. And I know that's this huge expectation of me, but the best way is that it starts at home. Yeah. Teach them to accept themselves and others. That's that's it. True that, girl. Next question. Do you think this world, after I just talked about this, <laughs> do you think this world is friendly and accepting? No. Sad, sad answer. It, it's it's true. We see it in social media. We see in the news, not even just with the LGBT community, but with anything. Like, there's racism. There's mm-hmm. so many things. There's, like, discrimination. It just doesn't just... Based on your color? Based, based on... On religion, yeah. on your sexuality, on the way that you're dressing, on, on the way... On your like, financial status. Financial status. If you're a male, if you're a female, if, it doesn't matter. There's discrimination in every kind of aspect, and it... This world could be friendlier, but it's not. Is it friendlier than it was back then? Do you feel like towards you at least? I would say, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't answer that question because like I don't, I never saw a change when I, okay. in my, my, my circle. In your life existence? In my circle. Oh. 
Um, I, like I said, I don't care what other people say about me. Oh, because your circle was so accepting. You didn't care about, I don't, you know, that's good. Though. And I don't care what other people say about me. Like I, at first I did, but at first, now I'm just like, you know what? So what? Fuck you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it, Bottom it, line. But it's true. It's like you, it, it got, it was a very long process to fully be at the point where I'm at mm-hmm. now. I can be as, I can, choose my, I can be my true self now. And without caring with, with all the people that you care about. Yeah. Without caring what other people say. If that person doesn't care for me, then so what? I don't care. It's not affecting my life. It might affect them because they don't have the reaction they want, but it's not affecting me. Perfect mic drop. And one last question. What would you tell your younger self, like specifically in that phase when you were worried about coming out? Just come out whenever you feel ready. And I, I would tell that to anybody out there, whoever's listening, whoever's struggling and coming out, is come out whenever you are ready. Don't come out like when you're not ready. Come out whenever you're ready. If you're not ready now, okay, that's fine. It's not your time. It's not your time. Explore and go from there. Your time will come. And if there's people that don't accept you, so what? That community, and there's a lot of people out there that will accept you no matter what. Friends teachers family members family members or even fa- friends family members and there's been stories where someone a, a kid gets his own and their best friend's family takes them yeah and just know that there's people out there that love you and they support you for whatever who you are and if your close me- family members or your friends don't care for you then so what they're not supposed to be in your life yeah i like it so that was my my very last question, is there anything that you feel was unsaid that you want to say? Something that you thought about while we were in the middle of the questions? I don't think so. I think we all said, I, you you asked me every every question and I went through there. Like I- You expand, went through emotion. I went through emotion. I expanded my that question into like a broader, or not a broader, but like a- Broader answer. Yeah, broader answer. Okay. Yeah. So- This is probably going to be a shorter episode, but it was a very insightful episode. Like, I feel like this is something that maybe, like, maybe you would have loved to hear. Yeah. You know, I don't know if podcasts were a thing back then. I don't think so. There was a lot of YouTubers. Oh, yeah. YouTube. Oh, I was obsessed with YouTube. Me too. And I remember me, I would be watching videos. Like, I would watch Connor Franta. I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly, but I would saw, I saw his coming out video um another favorite of my youtubers another also he does a podcast jerry Wu. i believe he had like a coming out video and i and then also mark marky miller like i would see these videos mm-hmm. and i'm like okay like they are accepted by the family and now they have these huge platforms like i want to be accepted by my family my friends but they also said don't come out until you're ready yeah and that's a thing come out when you're ready if you're not ready now you know, I remember Ingrid Nelson. I don't know if you ever oh, watched yes, her. So yes, she used yes. to be like big back in the day. And she would do all these makeup hauls and was super girly, blah, blah, blah. And then she came out and she got married to her wife and everything. And like, that was a big, she made a YouTube video about it. So yeah, everybody was making YouTube videos about it. Yeah. Like Tyler Oakley. Oh, yep. <laughs> Tyler Oakley. I need to go back and search for these people. What are they up to? Yeah. So that is all for today. Do you have something philosophical? I think this whole episode of was <laughs> my answers were very philosophical. Honestly, it was. I was in the moment. You caught me in a very good moment where I can answer every question very philosophically. Philosophical, philosophically. That. Yes. Okay. So that is all for this episode. And yes, be expecting a very surprise at the end of this month. The end of this week. The end of this week on Friday. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Be on the lookout on our TikTok, Instagram. Instagram. And if you follow us on Spotify or Apple, if you're a follower, you will see what's, what it is. And if you're not a follower. So I think sometimes people are a little confused. Like if you are an expert of, in listening to podcasts, this is probably information you already knew. But when you listen to podcasts, you can follow the podcaster so that their stuff always pops up the day it comes out. So like, you don't have to go actively looking 
for the new episode every time you can follow yeah so hit that follow button and then on our instagram there there's this link tree where if you click on it it will connect you to our mm-hmm. our tiktok and it will also connect you to where we um all of the different places you can listen to us and then from there you can go listen to anywhere and just subscribe and you will get notifications every time we upload a new video which is not a new video a new podcast (laughs) a new video we're youtubers now a video will come out in the future but when do we upload every wednesday yeah so every wednesday you will get a notification of a new episode and maybe sometimes we make little surprises. Yep, surprise appearances. Um, little, yeah. Uh, and this next surprise is going to be juicy. That's it all is. I'm going to say. Hopefully you guys like this juicy surprise that we're going to surprise you guys with. And that is all. I hope you have a good rest of your week. Uh, do something for yourself today that just makes your day a little bit better or a lot a bit better. But yeah. do something for you. Like eat some tacos because I feel like eating tacos. Ooh. That sounds delicious. I know. I might go right now. (laughs) (laughs) So that is all, guys. Yes. Bye. Bye.